0: Hey guys, welcome to Her Talks, where I talk about everything business blended and black. I interview entrepreneurs, particularly uh, black women. Um, I focus in on their stories, on their struggles over their triumphs, because our stories need to be told. I talk about life in a blended family. I'm a mother. I'm a stepmother. I have been married almost a whole decade (laughs) and there are trials and triumphs that come with being in a blended family and just life in general. So thank you so much for taking this journey with me. Now let's get into this next episode. Hey, welcome to Business Blended in Black, her talks, it is your host Renee Smith and I just want to thank you for taking 15 minutes out of your day to rock with your girl. So today I kind of want to focus in on being like a child. So many times we lose that childlike innocence or belief or just the ability to truly be ourselves. I think so many times, and I think I've had this conversation, we lose who we really are and meant to be under the shroud of adulthood. Responsibilities, hurts, disappointments, fears, um, illogical conversations, or as some people would say, unattainable dreams and goals. Um, Those are all things that really age you and sometimes not so well. One of the things I learned watching my 10 year old um, play soccer. Now, Daniel hasn't played soccer in like six years. So he is not bending it like Beckham out there, but he enjoys the sport. Um, He wanted to play last year, but COVID. And the year prior to that, I ended up missing the deadline. So it's been me um, as part of the problem, but just also circumstances as to why he's not been able to enter the sport. But regardless, he's playing now. When I saw him kind of interacting with his friends, or should I say teammates, soon to be friends, but in Daniel's mind, definitely um his friends. I I don't know, I saw just him out there being free. Like he is always himself in every situation. Daniel's laugh is probably two decibels too high for most. His passion about all things equality. And just um, his North Star for morality is just always shining bright. Um, he's definitely the kid that you want in your corner if something were to go wrong. But his personality can be a bit much for some. And I remember telling him that when he was younger, I'm like, oh, you have such great ideas, but it's hard for you because these are not ideas that are popular when you're a child. <laughs> Other kids don't care about... Uh, what's going on in the news for the most part? they don't care about you know trying to get people together and make the world a better A better place so to speak, but that's just Daniel and what I realized this week was So many times we try to make people things Situations into our own image instead of accepting them for how they are You know, even though this is my firstborn child the first child I ever held, ever held in my belly, held in my arms, that now I can wear his shoes. And I realized that as much as I want certain things for him, or I just want him to be a certain way, I just wish he was, I wish he was more competitive or, you know, what have you. That's just not his style. He wants to socialize. He wants to meet different types of people, he always talks about traveling, he wants to go all around the world, he wants to learn a language, he wants to learn how to cook different dishes. Every time we go to a restaurant, he has to have something different than what he's had prior. That's just who he is. And I realized watching him on the soccer field and wanting him to be really zeroed in and focused, that that's my dream for him. Like, I want him to go out there and score every goal and just be that guy. But what does that really mean for him? He is that guy, just not in that capacity. And maybe that's your truth, too. Maybe you are that person, just not in the capacity that you thought you would be. And that's okay, too. Or maybe you're afraid to even step out. And start in a new direction of whatever that may look like for you. That's okay too. I think so many times, again, that whole image issue, we're afraid to look foolish. We're afraid of what other people might think. We're afraid, we're afraid, we're afraid. What if, what if, what if? The one thing that I have learned for my son is to not be so in my head. You know, when he's out there, he's free. Whether he's kicking the ball completely right, maybe he missed the net. I don't know, but regardless, he's free and he's happy. Try to think back to a time when you were really happy. What does that feel like to you? What does it look like? What does true happiness really look like to you? I know it sounds very cliche, you know, to follow your happiness and to follow your passion, but, but why? I mean. The thing is, even if you want it to be, let's say, an actor or a singer, who's to say that you couldn't have a regular nine to five and do that at the same time? Like, why is there always this shame surrounded about around our regular nine to five jobs? Well, they just do this or they just do that. When that regular schmegler job could help fuel and pay for your passion, even if your passion never makes you a million dollars or You know, your book doesn't sell and become the New York Times number one bestseller, but you got the book out there. You danced in front of that crowd. You submitted your application for graduate school or undergrad or a trade school. All the things that you have been considering before that you were too afraid to do, too afraid, too in your head, too focused on what other people would think. Maybe you feel like you're too young or too old or not the right gender or not the right race or too tall or too short. I believe that we all have our own shortcomings and we're not supposed to do absolutely everything. And again, even the thing that you're most passionate about may not be your thing. I'm passionate about singing. I don't listen to a lot of music, but I've always loved to sing. Can she sing is the question. And the answer is everybody can sing. As to what degree. <laughs> I am definitely a novice and I would never sing for anybody other than my kids catching me singing in the kitchen as I'm cleaning up. That's pretty much the extent of it. But it makes me happy. It brings me happiness to sing to the top of my lungs in my car and to sing in my shower and, and to do all those things. And while I'm not necessarily passionate about those things, it brings me joy. One of the things I thought was really interesting was one of my friends said something that I thought was really profound. She said she wanted to have multiple streams of happiness. And I was like, what does that look like? What does that look like? For so much, happiness for me was contended upon a certain job or a certain mate or a certain neighborhood or a certain time period when all of these things magically aligned but i think we can create happiness in small still moments i was thinking about that the other day when my son daniel who um accidentally injured himself probably like two and a half months ago um he was cooking he knows the rule is to have an adult with him but he wanted to surprise me with breakfast again he had cooked breakfast the day prior and i was very appreciative of it but I had told him, you know, you have to really be careful because I see that you cut up this fruit and you know, you have to be careful. Well, I heard him downstairs one morning early, you know, and that's the thing. It was a sweet, sweet gesture, but he was downstairs and accidentally sliced his finger, which required three stitches. And he has not been in the kitchen since, but just the other day, he said that he wanted to take a stab at it and go back. and Oh, no pun intended. (laughs) Take a stab at it. Anyway, he wanted to go back in and fix me breakfast under supervision with me, you know, guiding him every step of the way. He did it. He made breakfast again, even after his quote unquote failure and how he told me he would never cook again. And I mean, the scene was pretty, no lie, dramatic, um, but he learned he learned from that and he persevered and he continued doing something that brought him passion, even though it previously hurt him. Maybe there's something that you tried to do before and it didn't quite work out. Maybe you tried out for a team or you did something and now that haunts you. Every time you try to do something new, you hear that still small voice saying, but what if you fail? But What if this is just like last time? Right? Be like a child and try again. I'm not telling you not to grieve situations, and I'm not telling you not to be wise. Sometimes a failure is just that, like, oh, I don't need to try that again. That's where discernment comes in. You're going to have to figure out which is which. Which one is cut it right off, do not pass go, do not collect $200, and which one is take a break? Which one is it? Do you know what stage in your life you're in? Are you supposed to be taking a break right now or are you supposed to be redirecting? Are you looking for multiple streams of happiness? Maybe that looks like multiple streams of income for you. Maybe that looks like spending more time with your family or finding a, a position or a job that allows you to do that. So many times when we seek out different things that don't necessarily align with The overall public view of what success looks like or what you should be doing or why are you doing that? You're just wasting your time. Now, again, here's a caveat to that. Some of us are wasting our time. Some of us are playing small, living small, thinking small. That part is true. And some of us are thinking well outside what we are actually gifted to do. Right. Again, a spirit of discernment You've got to know where you are. You've got to know if you need to push or pull back. You've got to know when you need to research or go full steam ahead. All these things are things that you have to kind of figure out as you move forward. But as you move forward and you begin to trust that intuition, I believe you'll make better and better choices. They're never going to be 100% perfect. And this is from a recovering perfectionist. So I know that's horrible here. It's never going to be perfect. and That's okay. The start may be ugly, <laughs> the start may be full of mistakes and missteps, but that's part of the process. You may slice your finger, you may need three stitches. That doesn't mean you walk out of the kitchen forever. Did you catch the metaphor? Did you catch it? So I just want to leave you with be like a child, dream again, hope again, even after a blunder or a failure or whatever you want to call it. Until next time.